the undraftedfreeagent.com mid-major podcast with your host, Chris McKee. There's Samuel with the steal. Get your phones out. Tyree Samuel posterizes Alex Nawaga. Come on now. Lugans. Dort. Oh, my. Brzdikas with another steal. Spots up for three this time and drains it. Ignis Brzdikas. Electric first step. Blows by everyone. Kobe Elvis. He's got them all shook up. Keyshawn for three. And there it is. Keyshawn Bartholomew. You don't want to let him heat up. All day, Kyler Filowich. They can't stop him. Moncrief! Sneaks in the back door, hammers it down. Matthew Alexander Moncrief. Ooh! Welcome, UndraftedFreeAgent.com, mid-major podcast. I'm your host, Chris McKee. Thanks for joining me. On today's pod, we usually start off by going through what mid-major teams are ranked in the AP Top 25. We'll do some of that. Want to talk about what mid-major teams should be ranked, because there's a couple that are just tearing up college basketball. We'll get into that. Want to talk about, as we're heading towards March, we're in February now, so are there any mid-major conferences that are two-bid leagues? I think they're few and far between this year, but we'll go through a couple scenarios of who I believe could be. I've got my usual coaches audio from the Missouri Valley uh, coaches call every Monday. I sit in on that and ask a couple questions, so we'll play some of that. And then we'll also go through the uh, under-the-radar player watch. A couple of guys I've seen over the past week or so that are just really good that, uh, you know, from major teams that I think you guys need to know. So start off with the AP Top 25. Gonzaga Bulldogs, still number two in the country behind Auburn, who is number one. The Zags 17-2 on the season this past week. They beat Loyola Marymount 89-55. That was on Thursday. And then on Saturday, comfortable over Portland. 104-72, so I talked about this on last week's pod, knew they were going to run over Loyola Marymount, what I said about 1,000-1, to 1, they did, so Chet Holmgren, 21 points and 9 rebounds against Loyola, now a lot of the main guys, Drew Timmy and that, I only had about 10 points or so, because the game was over well before the half, so Mark Few put a bunch of the young guys in, let them have a run and comfortable win over Loyola, and then Saturday again, I watched the entirety of both these games, a um, little bit you know, more dominant performance from the Zags. So Nemhart with 22 points. Drew Timmy with 16 points and 10 rebounds against Portland. Chet Holmgren, 12 points, 11 rebounds. And then Anton Watson also chipped in with 16 points. Pretty good performance. That's more of the Gonzaga you, you, know, you, you should expect to see heading towards March. Next up this week, they're going to run over San Diego on Thursday night. And then they got BYU on Saturday I've talked about this a hundred times on this pod. I am not sold by BYU. I think it's a bad basketball team. I don't understand why there's any sort of hype surrounding them. Um, and so, yeah, Zags should be 19-2 and by the end of this week. So the other mid-major team that was ranked last week, Davidson, they lost, and I predicted they're going to lose. I think they lost to VCU. They're not a good team. They were 16-2 and last week, so now 16-3. I think, well, I think they won yesterday as well. It's not a good team. Nothing much about them, so... Um, there's just, I think there's 20 better mid-major teams in Davidson right now. The A-10, nowhere to be found as far as being one of the better mid-major conferences, should have said. So, but I do want to talk about what mid-majors should be ranked. At the top of that list, there's two teams that should be probably in the teens right now. Never mind just number 21 or 22. So the first is Murray State out of the Ohio Valley Conference, of course. Next year, they're moving to the Missouri Valley, but they're 20-2 and two right now under head coach Matt McMahon. This is one of the best, I mean, 15 to 20 
college basketball teams in the country. Not been majors, not that they're one of the best 15 or 20 teams in the country. They're 20 and 2. They have men on the team led by Tevin Brown. I believe it was this past week, Tevin became the all-time three-point leader in the history of the Ohio Valley Conference. I mean, you know, think about how many great players have, have come through that conference over the past couple decades, and he's shooting better than all of them. Talked about this a couple weeks ago. Tevin Brown is one of my under-the-radar player guys. He's um, he's going to get the chance to play in the NBA at some point. He's going to have to go through the G League. He's not going to get drafted, but he is as good a guard as you'll see in the country. I believe he's about 23, 24 right now. A bit of an older guy, but and that's pretty consistent with what Marie State is. They are men. So watch a little bit of the game where they beat Moorhead on the weekend. Moorhead is a damn good team. Moorhead, you could even argue, is one of the 25 best teams in the country. Made it to the NCAA tournament last year, and Murray State is just the cream of the crop right now of the OVC. There's, there's no doubt in my mind they should be ranked right now, and so hopefully, you know, over the next week or so. I did see, I think, you know, if you count the teams that weren't ranked, they were they would have been number 27. So they're getting close, so hopefully get a couple OVC wins this week and climb into that top 25 because they're certainly deserving. Another mid-major program that sure as hell should be ranked because you could even argue they're one of the 10 best teams in the country right now. Boise State. So the Broncos have won 14 games in a row. Not 14 Mountain West games, 14 games. And when you go look at some of the teams they've beat, this is certainly, you, you could argue, one of the 10 best teams in college basketball. So their last four wins against a really good Fresno team. They beat Wyoming, who Wyoming, I believe, is 17-3. and three. Wyoming, you know, you could even argue should be ranked in the top 25. That's one of the best sneakiest teams in the country right now. And they're certainly going to be in the mix to, to get into March Madness. Uh, also, when their past four wins, San Diego State. I mean, you know, we all know San Diego State, one of the best teams in college basketball over the past four or five years. And they also beat Utah State. Again, another really good team. So four Mountain West wins. That's just their last four wins. You go through their schedule. Um, and, and see who they beat. So that would mean Boise State started off 3-4 and four on the season because now they're 17-4, and four and they, they've won 14 in a row. So this is a damn good basketball team. It's funny because, you know, I watched them quite a bit last year because they got a bunch of Canadians we'll mention, you know, in a second, but I love that team. I thought they were really good. I thought up until about a week or two before, you know, the end of last season, I thought they had a chance at one, winning the Mountain West, or two, even getting an at-large bid. But they kind of choked a little bit down the stretch. So this year was one of those, how do they react? How does Boise State react? Well, they've won 14 games in a row. They came out the gate slowly, which I was really shocked at. I know one of their losses was to St. Louis. and you know, But it kind of an uneventful group of losses they had other than the St. Louis loss. It wasn't, you know major conference programs. I did see them beat Washington State a couple weeks ago as well. But that's a good team. Abu Kijab, kid out of St. Catharines, Ontario. Senior, he's leading Boise State with, what's he got? 13.2 points per game. Really like him. And then two of their top three scores, Emmanuel Acott, another guy, Canadian, out of Winnipeg. I think Marcus Shaver is number two. But, I mean, 13 points is your leading score. This is a really balanced attack. It's a dangerous team. It's a mature team. ACOD, another senior. Again, you know, two out of two to the three guys, my Canadians always show love to them. So watch out for Boise State. How they're not ranked, I don't know. I don't know what the hell some of these people are watching out there. So that's a couple of teams that should be in the AP Top 25, along with the Gonzaga Bulldogs. But um, I wanted to chat about, you know, because every year, whoever's in the mid-majors will kick and scream that, oh, we're, we should be a two-bid conference 
And I was just going through some of the major conferences, and I think the pickings are very slim as to who could be a two-bit team. So we'll start with the Mountain West. You know, we're just talking about Boise. So you got Boise at 17-4. and four. I mean, if they continue to play the way they're playing, you know, even if they lose in the Mountain West tournament, you got to get them in because they are one of the best teams in college basketball. Wyoming, who I mentioned, the Cowboys, 17-3. and three. You got San Diego State at 12-5. and five. And then you got Colorado State at 16-3. Uh, really good team. I watched uh, Wyoming and Colorado State play last night. David Roddy had a chance, and I love David Roddy. You know, I think he's he's going to get a chance to play professionally somewhere. You know, I don't know about the NBA, but certainly G League in Europe and try to work his way up from there. But 1.6 seconds left. He's at the free throw line. If he hits both, Colorado State wins, beats Wyoming. He hit one of two, so you can't really say choke, but uh, didn't get the job done. They go to overtime. Wyoming ends up pulling it out. So you got to think, I mean, I think all four of those teams – are deserved to be in the NCAA tournament. So I think one of them is going to win the Mountain West. And then, so that could be one of your mid-major two bids because I really believe the Mountain West is the best mid-major conference. So you could see one of them there. The other one, you know, we just talked about OVC. So Moorhead State won it last year. Moorhead 17 and 6. They're really good. You know, Jai Broom, love him. Who they got? They got the kid, uh, was it Tramel Murphy that transferred from Wofford? Really nice player. Belmont 17 and 5. Now Belmont had an argument last year because I think Belmont won about 20 games in a row last year, but choked down the stretch. Well, Moorhead ended up beating them. And I don't think Belmont is the team they were last year, even though they have pretty much the same roster. So you could maybe argue they get a shot. And then if so, if Moorhead can beat Murray State, maybe Murray State has an argument to be an at-large. But um, the OVC may be a two-bid league. A10, no chance in hell. Talked about Davidson. Davidson 17 and 3. I can't see them getting an at-large. I mean, it would be wrong if they got an at-large. So the second and third place teams in the A10 right now, you got George Mason at 11 and 7. I've watched them just an average basketball team at best. And then you got VCU, who I've loved VCU over the years. We all have. We all love seeing, you know, VCU in the tournament. But just 13 and 6 right now. And uh, I don't believe they're they're good enough to be a two-bid league. And then you got the West Coast Conference. You know, the Zags, obviously, they're getting in. I mean, if they get shocked, and I'm talking shocked because the West Coast Conference is down. So if Gonzaga gets shocked by someone, certainly they're going to get into the tournament. So there's your two-bid possibility. But aside from that, I don't believe BYU is good enough, nor do I believe St. Mary's is good enough. And they're going to get consideration just kind of over their body of work over the past decade. But if you actually sit down and watch BYU and St. Mary's, Horribly average teams, don't have athleticism. I mean, very well coached. You'll give them that. I mean, Randy Bennett is as good a coach as you'll find in college basketball at St. Mary's. But aside from that, I don't believe they have the talent. But if one of them ends up pulling a Buster Douglas shocker and uh, you know knocking out Mike Tyson in, in Tokyo, we'll see. But uh, I just can't see the West Coast Conference being a two-bid league other than the Gonzaga failing in the tournament. And then the MVC, Missouri Valley. So Loyola Chicago, who was ranked two weeks ago, have lost back-to-back. They lost to Missouri, uh, Missouri State behind 40, a 40-point 40 performance from Isaiah Mosley of Missouri State. And then they lost uh, over the weekend against Drake. I watched that entire game. And so I just can't see them being a two-bid league right now because it's not good enough, right? So 
I mean, Drake was the MVC favorite at the beginning. I've been saying this for about a month now. I really believe the third or fourth seed in the MVC is going to get through. I don't believe this is the year that the one seed gets in. So who knows? I mean, hey, if Loyola keeps slipping, they could be the third or fourth team uh, in the MVC, but uh, certainly not certainly not going to be a two-bid lead. So as usual, I was on the uh, MVC coaches call on Monday. Here's head coach Darian DeVries of Drake talking about you know, the win over Loyola and kind of some of the contributing factors to that. Yeah, I thought our crowd had a, a really good impact on the game. Um, great environment for us. Uh, it, it was fun to have the students back. Uh, I, I thought they were tremendous. Um, but yeah, there was, there was a really good energy and good vibe in, in the arena last or yesterday. Uh, so, uh, you know, from our standpoint, you know, home games are huge, you know, for, for that reason, you know, a lot of, a lot of teams win at home. And when you have that type of environment, that's a, a big part of it. So, um, you know, we were, we were thankful for all the people that came out and, and gave us, uh, gave us a really good uh, atmosphere yesterday. So Drake head coach, Darian DeVries there talking about the win over at Loyola Chicago and how good the fans are, you know, in Iowa supporting them. But um, his son, Tucker, four-star recruit, he's starting to, he's one of the starters for Drake, really starting to come into his own. Certainly going to be in the mix for uh, MVC Freshman of the Year and certainly on the all-freshman team with ease. But uh, really nice player, and uh, he's getting better as they go. So one of the teams that's certainly in the mix in the MVC that, you know, over the past decade, we've seen him in the tournament, uh, University of Northern Iowa. They're 11-9, and 9, so they're at a conference pretty weak, but in the MVC, they're 7-3. and 3. And I've watched them over the past couple of weeks. They're certainly becoming the team they have been over the past decade, minus last year where they struggled through some injuries. So I asked their head coach, Ben Jacobson, on the conference call this week, just you know how much more enjoyable this season's been for him compared to last year. So, Ben, when we go back to last year and dealing with injury issues and a bit of a challenging year, just how much more enjoyable has been this entire season for you, for you and your guys? Yeah, I, I think on, on – uh really on a lot of fronts and, and, and one of them, you know, being there with Antoine back with AJ back, uh, feeling like we've got our entire roster, you know, and what, what those two guys, you know, not only what they bring to the, to the basketball, you know, side of things and having, you know, more ball handling, more playmaking, um, in addition to, you know, Bowen and Nate and Trey, um, but you just feel like you got, you know, you've got all of your personalities, right. You've got your entire group and, and all of those things have to fit together. Um, and then the other the other piece, you know, aside from that is the 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 schedule going back to the the normal 18 game conference schedule. And our guys have even mentioned it, you know, how much more uh, enjoyable uh, it is. Uh, the back to back games were obviously different. Um, I, I don't know that that anybody really enjoyed that. Uh, but our guys have talked about um, how this, you know, this part of it being back to that schedule uh, it has really been uh, yeah, really been big as well. So there's me chatting with Ben Jacobson, the Northern Iowa head coach. Also had the chance to chat with Dana Ford of Missouri State. So Missouri State, 16 and 7, 7 and 3 in the MVC. So they're in the top four with Drake and Loyola. So it's one of them. I also believe Bradley has a look at it. They've been playing some good basketball of late. But uh, ask Dana Ford, Missouri State head coach, you know, is there any kind of motto or mantra? You know, every coach has got these sort of corny motivational techniques as they head towards March. I asked him if he's got any, and these were his comments. Dana, as we head towards February, you guys are playing some amazing basketball. Any kind of two or three key points that you're going to address with your guys to kind of 
as like a motto moving towards March here to kind of keep things going as, as they've been going? You know, we, we started to have those conversations uh, with our group. Um, I'm not sure if, if it's necessarily a, a motto that we're, that we're going towards, but, you know, in college basketball, as crazy as it is, no one really cares about November, December, January. They just really care about February and March. And, and so um, we're, we're trying to get to a point where we're playing our best basketball. Uh, I think for us, that starts with number one, you know, giving our best. You know, no, no matter the circumstance, just just doing your best. We feel like our best will be good enough. Um, you know, when we when we when we really lock in defensively, then then we're normally pretty hard to beat because we have we have a lot a lot of offensive weapons. Uh, we haven't made shots the last couple of games, but but I think that that that's gonna uh, that's not gonna be a, a long lasting deal. So. I just think doing our best and, and, and trying to play our best basketball over the next four weeks. So there's Dana Ford, Missouri State head coach. Up next, they've got Southern Illinois tomorrow, which is Wednesday. And then they've got Loyola Chicago on Saturday, which is going to be a huge matchup. So hopefully they don't overlook Southern Illinois because they should beat them comfortably. But a big one on Saturday against Loyola Chicago, one to watch out for. So I've had the chance to interview Dana Ford a couple times. I remember when he was uh, the head coach at Tennessee State. I believe he was the youngest head coach. And division one at the time when I spoke to him so that's a guy to watch out for certainly you know I think he's probably got to be somewhere around 39 40 right now um, I don't have his exact age in front of me but that's a guy to certainly moving up coaching ladders especially the job he's done at Missouri State and uh, if they can get the MVC championship watch for him to be you know a name thrown in the mix for a lot of other you know high major conference openings so Favorite part of the podcast, of course, is the Under the Radar Player Watch. So, guy I've watched quite a bit over the past couple of weeks because I've watched a ton of Wyoming basketball. One, I'm team late night, so the Mountain West games are always on late. But uh, Wyoming's got me captivated. It's a good basketball team. So, Hunter Maldonado, he's a 6'7 senior guard from Colorado Springs, Colorado. He's second on Wyoming right now in scoring with 19.4 points per game. 5.5 rebounds and 6.4 assists. He's certainly going to be in the mix for first team all Mountain West. Um, number two behind Ike Graham, who's his teammate, 19.7 points per game. This kid, Hunter Maldonado, coming out of high school, was a zero-star recruit. He had one D1 offer. That's Wyoming. I believe he had a, a D2 offer somewhere else, but obviously took the D1 offer at Wyoming. Really good player. Keep an eye on him. Fifth-year guy. And uh, he's doing some great things for Wyoming. Was key in the win the other night over a really good Colorado State team. So watch out, Hunter Maldonado, really good player. Another player you need to look out for on the Under the Radar Player Watch, Ryan Rollins on Toledo. Not too under the radar. He's leading the Mid-American Conference in scoring, 20 points per game. He's got 5.8 rebounds per game and 3.5 assists. So coming out of high school, he was listed as a three-star recruit. Only had one offer. So again, who's recruiting these kids? This kid's... One of the best players in the Mid-American Conference. Certainly going to be in the mix for Conference Player of the Year. He's from Macomb, Michigan. Uh, had 35 points this season against Coastal Carolina. That was his season high. Watched him. I think he had about 24, 25 against Akron the other night. This kid's a really good player. He's electric. He was the MAC Freshman of the Year last year. Also on the you know all-freshman team, of course. He's got a brother that plays Division II at Davenport. Chris Rollins. So if you can, check out Ryan Rollins. One of the best, um, you know, maybe under-the-radar players or maybe under-recruited, of course. You know, this guy's one offer. So the last two players I mentioned, 
both studs, man. Both going to be all-conference players in really good conferences, Hunter Maldonado and Ryan Rollins, and they're not getting recruited, which says, you know, the recruiting, you know, out there, it, it's it's pretty sloppy. You know, it, especially in this day and age with the transfer portal, there's 15, 1,600 kids in that portal, and you can't find six or seven guys to help your team. I don't know. Maybe you should look for another line of work. So anyways, so that's what's happening right now. I, I also got got a chance to do play-by-play -play twice this past week up at Orangeville Prep, the number one high school team in Canada. Pretty cool to see. One of my guys, Jeremy Fumina, 6'11 center out of Montreal. He took an official visit down to the University of Central Florida. Head, co head coach Johnny Dawkins down there, and they officially offered him this past week. I just saw him tweet that today, so congrats to Jeremy. I know he's got a, a visit with Rhode Island coming up, and he's got about six or seven other coaches interested so i'm calling a game next wednesday against a team called royal crown it's the only team in canada to beat orangeville this year so a whole bunch of teams a whole bunch of coaches flying in to see that and i'm going to be calling that game so really looking forward to that also looking forward to see who's in that gym so maybe i can grab an interview or two get some audio and uh, use some of that for the podcast so some of the other orangeville alum currently playing d1 hoops you should be aware of uh, Matthew Alexander Moncrief down at Oklahoma State. I know he's not a mid-major. Same thing with Tyree Samuel at Seton Hall and Keyshawn Bartholomew at Colorado, who's developing into one of the best guards in the Pac-12. Love Keyshawn, know him well, um, and really a big supporter of him. Knew he could be this kind of player. But as far as the mid-majors, a couple kids you need to know from Orangeville. Kyler Filowich with Southern Illinois. Had a great freshman year. He's having a pretty decent sophomore year, but uh, expect big things for him over the next couple of years in Southern Illinois. Darius Diavero, freshman down at Valparaiso, doing big things. Shamar Rattan Mays, one of my favorite players, Scarborough's finest. He's a sophomore at Youngstown State, was all freshman in the Horizon League last year. And I think he's certainly going to be in the mix. I would probably put him second team all Horizon League this year because they got some guards. I mean, you're talking Antoine Davis. Uh, Jalen Moore at Oakland, who is second in the country in assists. So he's not going to get first team, so maybe second or third team. And then over the next couple of years, uh, David Muka down at Lamar. They got Alex Nawaga and Coleman Stuka down at Northeastern. All of these kids out of Orangeville Prep. And then last year they had Justin, Justice Prentice at Purdue-Fort Wayne. I'm not sure if he's even still there this year, but there's probably about 25 other kids I'm not thinking about right now, but I uh, just wanted to make you aware of a few of them. So, of course... Check out Undrafted Free Agent on Instagram. Check out the website, undraftedfreeagent.com, Twitter, all of it. And also drop me a follow at Mr. McKee. I'm going to, uh, I've been tracking out some interviews. I was texting with Richie Raleigh, the head coach of South Alabama tonight. Um, we're going to connect next week for an interview. And I'm also going to try to track down a bunch of other coach interviews and maybe some player interviews. Because as we get towards March, I know you're probably sick of just listening to me talk. And I want to bring in some other people and uh, especially some coach interviews. And so I will try and provide that over the next couple of weeks. Of course, thanks for listening. Check me out on YouTube as well. Just type in Chris McKee or Undrafted Free Agent and you can see all the videos. I usually post, you know, snippets from the podcast and as well as a bunch of the recruiting and, and you know, some of the games I'm doing play-by-play -play for. So it's all up there. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll be back in a couple days with another pod. The UndraftedFreeAgent.com mid-major podcast with your host, Chris McKee. There's Samuel with the steal. Get your phones out. Tyree Samuel posterizes Alex Nawaga. Come on now. Lugans.
short. Oh, my. Brzdikas with another steal. Spots up for three this time and drains it. Ignis Brzdikas, electric first step. Blows by everyone. Kobe Elvis, he's got them all shook up. Keyshawn for three. And there it is. Keyshawn Bartholomew. You don't want to let him heat up. All day, Kyler Filowich. They can't stop him. Moncrief! Sneaks in the back door, hammers it down. Matthew Alexander Moncrief. Ooh.